0: Broadcasting from the Stolen Droids Hangout, it's the Stolen Droids Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Stolen Droids Podcast. I'm Colin. I'm Zano. I'm Zook. And we have a special guest this week. He's not just a producer this week, he's actually a host. Hey Bruce, how's it going?
1: Not too bad guys, how's it going?
0: Well, we're kind of confused. When's the last time we had four people on?
2: It's been a while. I'm gonna go with...
3: 1950
0: yes it was dickety six perfect
3: (laughs) because the podcasting industry was huge in the 1950s oh we helped usher we helped usher elvis and the beatles into the mainstream i think
1: it may have only been a couple of months i remember you guys did have four
3: yeah we have i i think i think schmitty joined us with colin a couple months ago if i'm not mistaken i have no clue what happened last week
2: became live so
3: Yeah, that's right. You've, like, been having fun, like, as your wife is getting all this cosmetic surgery on her toes and whatnot.
0: Oh, yeah, cosmetic surgery. (laughs) They're just going to rebuild her feet.
3: Uh, Is she she, um,
0: considered cyborg yet? Oh, well, you want the technical answer or the funny answer? Uh,
3: Let's go with yes. How about yes?
0: (laughs) Okay, well, the funny answer is that uh, they technically shouldn't consider her uh, cyborg until she's, like, 35%. Cybernetic parts, and she's still only at twenty. You know that's why she keeps getting the stuff done. Um, she's only twenty percent. If you go with literal, right. uh, cyborg is uh, any organism that requires a technological assistance to either supplant or augment natural abilities. So right now, Colin, Bruce, and I wearing glasses are cyborgs. <laughs> Dude, no, I'm dead serious. And here I, I, I am with
3: my perfect vision that uh, I got. You know, you pay for laser eye surgery, you expect laser vision, and instead I just was able to lose the glasses.
0: Yeah, No, I- I'm dead serious. If you're we're- if we're going by the strict definition, uh, we are organisms who use a technological tool to augment our natural ability. We're cyborgs.
3: Yeah, that's yep.
1: stupid. That's and I'm also fun. higher as well, because I use one of these.
0: <laughs> yes. Uh, for-, for everyone who can't see bruce's home he was pointing at his watch
1: (laughs) i got these yes i forget this is an audio podcast (laughs) that is is
0: awesome if you if bruce were to upgrade his subscription on patreon we would go to his home and install cameras to live stream every waking moment (laughs) i don't know why he hasn't bought that package yet
2: speaking of becoming circle now
0: (laughs) or the truman show um or ed Man, there's a lot of shows with that premise. Speaking of, if you want to uh, buy us a sandwich or get on the show or, you know, just to say thank you for the work we do, we would appreciate it. I sound like I'm begging, and I hate that, but head on over to Patreon.com slash Stolen Droids. Um, you, too, can be a producer, just like uh, Bruce here, just like Zane, just like Ruff, who's been on the show a few times. You know,
3: I'm not above begging. I, I got a lot of kids. That's They're how you hungry. got your wife. Yeah. I mean, it's money is good. So your your appreciation, your listenership is awesome, though.
0: So thank also you. awesome is um, we, we did not get nominated for the twenty seventeen podcast awards. But I know it's not because our fans didn't nominate us. False. I, False. We did get nominated,
3: however, we were not selected as a finalist.
0: Oh, oh. I misread we, that part.
3: Yeah, we were nominated. We were in the list of nominees. We were good enough to make the nominee list. We just were not a finalist. Well, You're them. given fake news. <laughs> Yuzook are fake news.
0: I am fake news. It's probably because I'm not white.
3: <laughs> so you know, we could, we could file a claim there.
0: Also, shout out to our friends, not just our friends who nominated us, which we love you guys for it, but our friends who bring you this show over all the different ways you can listen to us. Uh, Geek Factor Radio, Krypton Radio, uh, Trek Radio, Stitcher, and Radio KSCR.
3: You know, I didn't hear anything from Joe this week. Did you hear anything from Joe this week?
0: Uh, she, she, She posted our episode. She gave us a shout out on Facebook. Um, if we offended anyone by our talking about SoundCloud, I didn't hear about it.
3: Yeah, I I was kind of expecting her to say something, but that's I, probably it, for the best that we didn't hear anything.
0: Uh, well, you know, I think we've complimented her enough, because, you know, she's hot, um, that we had built up enough goodwill that when we then <laughs> dissed SoundCloud, we, we, had, we, we had a buffer of sorts there. Uh, do you think it's possible that she just couldn't care less about SoundCloud either? maybe Joe do you care about SoundCloud statistically speaking she probably doesn't that's why they're bleeding money
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's why they're going away soon
0: yes um, also feedback if you want to give us feedback it's feedback at StolenDroids.com uh, or give us call 801 917 geek. we would appreciate it we would play it on the air we may ridicule you or you may ridicule us it's all good
3: Remember that time we got the email from the dude talking about how uh, we were stupid for bashing on people still using Windows XP because not everyone could be an early adopter and we lit him up for half an hour? Yeah. That was good show. Yeah, that
0: was. What was, <laughs> really, <laughs> One up. What was really awesome about it is that I knew that poser. Um. Yeah, that, that, was, that was a fun show.
2: I really hope that poser's listening right now. And- <laughs> that was...
0: That was the guy who wanted to get with the girl I had been dating, like, 17 years ago.
3: But the important thing to take from that, which is why I brought it up, is if you do send us feedback, yes, you will get a response from us. And odds are you'll like what we say, but if you're an idiot to us, we're not promising.
0: Speaking of politically incorrect responses and politically incorrect comments. Can I just... There we go. Okay, so the first half of our show notes are all about Charlottesville in one way or another. And we're going to go into a lot of different things here and try to stay out of it politically. But how can you talk about a subject like this without getting in some way political? Um, I can promise you right now that the reasons these are in the show notes are all technology-based. They're all news out of tech companies. And that all four of us well, except maybe the Jew. Um, <laughs> hey, come on now. <laughs> are, are, are all against Nazis and racism.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm just going to say, because I know I'm going to say something that somebody's going to be able to say, oh, well, you know, Nazi sympathizer or whatnot. We fought a war to keep Nazis out of our country. They're not taking their country back. They have no business being here. On the flip side, we fought wars to keep communists out of the country. They got no business here either. I don't like either side. So, that don't being said... not love me anymore, comrade? Let's move into this. <laughs>
0: <sighs> okay. So, let's wade right into the cesspool, we're shall like,
3: we? We're like armpit deep in just a big old steaming pile this week, aren't we?
0: Uber. Uber has stated that they will ban any transportation, any rides, any accounts from white supremacists. How do they know? Well, we'll get to that. Okay. Um, I remember when this rally was still ha- hadn't happened yet, and of course, I'm talking about the, uh, the Charlottesville r- the Charlottesville rally that uh, ended up with uh, a protester being killed and 19 others being ser- severely injured, and has fractured our nation and basically commanded all the headlines for the last week. Leading up to it, Uber had previously stated that they wouldn't allow anyone attending that rally to get rides. And Airbnb had also said that they were blocking any reservations made by people who were traveling into the rally. And, okay, doing that may not necessarily be the best PR thing, but you know what? It's a private company. It's their prerogative. And it's not particularly easy, it's not particularly hard to say, oh, well, I noticed that you're wearing a Nazi armband and you want me to drive you to the rally. Get out of my car. Right?
3: Yeah. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. And I'm totally cool with them doing that, too. Because like you said, it's
0: a private company. It's their prerogative. They can serve whom they want to serve. Sure. And and from an Airbnb standpoint, I would imagine like if I was a person who had my home on Airbnb, it was kind of like, oh, hey, yeah, I'm glad you can make it. How was your trip? OK, we're going to set you up in this room over here. Um, breakfast is at this time. This is the Wi-Fi password. Oh, by the way, why are you in town? We You know, are you here to check out the college? Oh, you're a white supremacist with a Nazi flag. Get out of my house. You know? So yeah. I, I can kind of understand Airbnb doing that, too. But how do they do this moving forward? It's not like these rallies are a weekly thing.
3: They're starting to become, well, they're trying to make them a thing. I don't think they're going to catch on because, frankly, I don't think enough people have that much hate in their hearts to make it an ongoing thing. It'll be the same people every time.
0: Like the Westboro people?
3: Yeah. Oh, uh, they are a gift that just keeps on giving.
0: <laughs> yeah. Hey, everyone. It's 2017 Nazi Con. Make sure you come on out.
3: <laughs> yeah, I, I don't see that becoming a thing. Like, at least not with, like, a diverse <laughs> diverse group of individuals.
0: Okay, so let's ask the real question here, then. Is this an actual policy that Uber can enforce, uh, or will have any lasting impact, or is this just something for them trying to get on the right side of this PR debacle? Because Uber's been having real problems.
3: I think in- a lot of it is them jumping on, trying to say, look how politically correct we are. I could see uh, it being a combination of both. Yeah, it's it's the hot-button topic right now. So Definitely. everybody wants to show that they're on the right side of this, and um, I use right, not as in alt-right, but... Um, <laughs> They, they want to they show how, how correct they are with this policy. And honestly, I don't know how you can enforce it. I've driven for Uber. I didn't know if the people that got in my car were a bunch of Nazis. I didn't care. I took them from point A to point B. It doesn't matter to me. Mm-hmm. Don't smoke in my car. Don't throw up in the back seat. We'll get along just fine.
0: Yeah. Well, and so here's the... Perhaps I should actually read the letter that Uber sent out to all of its drivers, because it's not like they specifically said, hey, if this person looks like they may be a Nazi, kick him out. Okay. to their credit, whoever crafted this letter did a very good job. And I will I will emphasize a specific line here. And the emphasis is mine. But to our Uber community, we were horrified by the neo-Nazi demonstration that took place in Charlottesville, which resulted in the loss of life of a young woman, as well as two Virginia state troopers responding to the protest. There is simply no place for this type of bigotry, discrimination and hate. As the country braces for more white supremacist demonstrations, we wanted to let you know what we are doing for the Uber community. Uh, Bullet one, we will act swiftly and decisively to uphold our community guidelines, including our policy against discrimination of any kind. This includes banning people from the app, which I'm not sure about. Bullet number two, 24-7 in-app support is available to answer questions and address concerns. You always have the right to end your trip if you feel uncomfortable or disrespected. And we now more than ever, blah, 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 on behalf of all of us, blah, 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 I think that the way they worded that letter makes a lot more sense. Bullet point number one, banning people from the app. I don't know how they're going to be able to do.
2: Well, it's simple. If someone gives someone a ride and they start mentioning, you know, they're white supremacist, whatever. Then that driver after the ride, or if they end the ride early, can then put a feedback stating, hey, this is what happened. White supremacist.
0: So Whatever. leading down to the second bullet point, when they say in app support is available, are they saying that they've added the complaint line dude was a Nazi? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> I would not put it above them.
1: Could honestly be a thing. Although I'd love to know where their twenty four hour support center is. <laughs> yeah, you know, Uber Uber go support
3: slightly. is trash. I, I'm gonna say it right now, it's garbage. You go on to the Uber driver subreddit, you oh, go I'm on sure. any any number of Facebook groups for Reddit drivers, or excuse me, for Uber drivers, um, yeah, that's like the number one complaint, is that their support is just garbage. So,
0: mm-hmm that's Now, it does point out that this has already gone into effect. Um, James Alsup um, was banned. He's a prominent, uh, notable white supremacist. I'm not sure any white supremacist can be called notable, but whatever. Um the oh, no, Hitler's ba- pretty notable. Mm, sure.
3: Okay. I don't know who any of these people are, which, uh, how notable are they really?
0: Right. Unfortunately, I just
1: know of them from all the recent news.
0: (laughs) Anyway, so they were driving past the National Museum of African American History and Culture in Washington, D.C. The driver was a black woman. She felt so uncomfortable, she asked the two to leave the car, to get out. Uh, She reported it. Uber then banned him. Permanently removed him from the platform. So you're right. If this is something that people can report on... Okay, that's a way of doing it. Let's move on from Uber, though.
3: You know, though, real quick, while we're talking Uber, if I was in that situation that that lady was in, D.C.'s got a lot of really sketchy neighborhoods that are predominantly African-American. <laughs> Drop I would them off have, there. <laughs> I would have taken the dudes there, just dropped them off, say, Sorry, dude, I don't feel comfortable. Get out of my car. Uh, just let them, you know, enjoy. <laughs>
0: I've heard that about DC quite a bit. Yeah. It's like, okay, then why are you in DC?
3: To to look at all the white monuments. Cuz they're like made of white stone and stuff. So. Yeah.
0: Oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Gotcha. It's the
3: master brick. Come on. Oh. <laughs> why does that
0: sound like a scrapped plot line to the uh, Lego movie?
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. I told you, I warned you guys. I warned you before we started recording. (laughs) He did.
0: (laughs) Yep. So, also (laughs) in the um, world of banning, Google had to ban an app for Gab. Uh, If you haven't heard of Gab, I'm not really surprised. I hadn't either until this article. But it's kind of like um, Twitter. Only for white supremacists.
3: Right. So if you haven't heard of it, it probably means you're not really big into the whole white supremacy th- movement.
0: It's Twitter if, you know, you just wish you could Sig Heal a lot more. Sig <laughs> Heil? Heal? 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 I don't know. Is it Sig? I don't know. Something Many like Nazis that. want to write us, you know, feedback at StolenDroids.com and let us know what...
3: Actually, probably any German-speaking individuals could. Kyle, this is where you come in, buddy. Uh, I, I, I don't want to lump,
0: uh, lump them I can together. I
2: two phrases. One referencing, where's the bathroom? And one that says, my name is Boris.
0: All I can say is, Schnell. Mach Schnell.
1: I know a few things. Most of them being just uh, different variations on... Ah! And head. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Yay! Ah! Awesome! (laughs) Oh, yes. That's awesome.
2: So... Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Way to go, Bruce.
1: (laughs) I'm new!
0: (laughs) Break our ratings! (laughs) So Google Play Support has um, written to the developers saying that it, uh, it violates the hate speech policy. And so they've decided to remove it from the Play Store. Now... Obviously, this doesn't mean it's out of circulation entirely. Part of the joy of Android is that you can sideload apps. Yes. You know, um, Amazon doesn't violate hate speech, and they're banned from the App Store, too.
3: But they, it, to be fair, they do violate some other terms of
0: service that oh, sure, Google has. Sure. I'm just saying that banning isn't enough, but it's all Google can do. Yeah. Yeah, that's true.
1: I mean, but how hard will it be for them just to go find another app? I mean, there are a dime a
0: dozen for a Twitter clone. It's true. It's very true. That's a good point. I'm now, almost- you know,
3: I got to say this, and Google is perfectly within their rights to do this. Right. But if they're going to do it for hate speech, I mean, they're saying that it was removed um, for the hate speech policy. Twitter is accused of hate speech on a daily basis. How has Twitter not been banned? I, I feel like this is another one of those things where Google is trying to say, hey, look, we're we're doing the right thing. We're on the look right how good side we of this. Are.
0: Yeah, look yeah. how good we were without having to be told to be good. Aren't yeah. we awesome? And to their credit, well, it's not even credit. It just simply is what it is. That's kind of PR for all companies. All companies do that. I I think I hadn't thought of that, but you are right. I think right now racism is the hot button hate speech issue. I think if, and I don't want to live in a world where this would happen, but if a whole bunch of male supremacists bore down on a, uh, a counter-protest of women and raped them all in the streets so hard that it killed one poor young woman, yeah, I know, I just said that, and I'm sorry, but my point is that then racism wouldn't be the hot-button hate speech issue at work here, and then Twitter would have to respond, because Twitter has a lot of sexually aggressive and harassing hate speech going on in there. Twitter and, has just a lot of crap. Well, you're you're not wrong there either. Um, and again, I kind of hate that I just had to say those words. Um, but I'm just I'm just pointing out that it's kind of of the cause of the day, and not without good reason. But you, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I I. I feel like I need I, to take a shower now. <laughs>
3: <laughs> well, right like, here on you know, camera I, in front of you guys. I, I really, I I really <laughs> feel like a lot of these companies are just trying. And, yeah, nobody likes Nazis. It's really – somebody comes to you at 2 in the morning, wakes you from a dead sleep, asks you, do you like Nazis? That's a question you don't need to think about. No, I don't like Nazis.
0: <laughs> Followed quickly by, what the crap are you doing in my room? Exactly. Yes.
3: Exactly. <laughs> How did you get in here? Why are you wearing that? It's like, Anywhere. I'm very, very sneaky. <laughs> but are I you on like Twitter? These, I feel like these companies are just, are, are doing a lot of this to look good for their investors, which, don't get me wrong, that's a good thing. Their job is to make money for their investors. They're doing what's responsible, but I think that a lot of it's hypocritical
0: as well. I, mean, you look I think at the- a lot of this is stuff that should have been done anyway. It's yeah. almost like Google saying, we will now ban users who slaughter kittens on YouTube. Well, good. Um, you probably should have been doing that anyway. True, true.
3: I, I just – I think it's interesting that how – the hypocrisy to me, I I'm very aware of hypocrisy in our society and I see this hypocrisy and it really bothers me because if you're going to single out one group of people for something stupid that they're doing, you need to single out other groups of people who are doing the exact same thing.
0: Well, okay. So let's go through these and then let's, uh, let's hit that keg of dynamite, shall we? (laughs) Um, So Facebook has also banned white nationalist accounts And specifically ones that um, lead to sites that help pay for things. Um, Apple Pay has dropped support for white supremacist uh, merchandise that help funnel funds. And it's just how my brain works. But to me, the most interesting part of that headline was that there's neo-Nazi and white supremacist merchandise. Like, is there an Etsy that they use? Or, like... I guess it makes sense. I just kind of assume they all made their own hoods. <laughs> like, not I, all of them I, wear I, hoods. I, I, you know, I, I realize I'm sounding, you know, glib about this. I'm not trying to, but it never occurred to me that there's like an Amazon these people go to to buy things.
1: <laughs>
3: I'm I sure there's a lot of, of things that. you can do on Alibaba. Uh, do, do, yeah it's true are, are, they, is it, are these like dark websites that they're having to go to I mean I imagine there's plenty of dark web sites for go to that the deepest darkest place on the web
0: yeah ironically um, unfortunately they're not as good as the widest parts of the web well, uh, sorry how- that wasn't as funny as I thought it was in my head um,
3: you know you know how, oh, how they have got amazon.com and amazon is named after the river and or shares the same name as a river. I don't know maybe these people have like rhine.com for the river that goes through through Europe and
0: I doubt many of them could spell rhine.
3: That's probably true. R Y N E
0: Rhine. <laughs> oh jeez oh, this so, okay, oh. here's where things get uh, tricky. Again, I need to reiterate the disclaimer at the top of this show. We all hate Nazis. I think that goes without saying. In a perfect world, we wouldn't have to be doing any of this because all, there wouldn't be people like this. But at what point does the intolerance of the intolerant become a problem? Are we going to start seeing things like when signing up for Xbox Live, um, are you a serial sexual harasser? Yes or no? Are, do you believe in the, Aryan, the, the superiority of the Aryan race? Yes or no? You know, are, if someone does things online that violate terms of service, that clearly state things like, you know, you will not engage in sexually aggressive behavior or verbally abusive behavior or physically abusive behavior or threatening or racist or bigotry. You know, if they lay them out and they get banned for it, that's great. And that should happen. But it seems like we're kind of getting close to that line where we're starting to preemptively. And the only way you can do that is by filtering and by gathering that information beforehand. And I worry about that.
3: Uh, We're almost getting to a minority report without the um, reliable tech.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I feel like I really need to stress this. I get it. Okay? I I do. I get it. No one wants Nazis. I, I mean, do I even have to say that? I guess I do now but yeah
3: well you're saying more than some other individuals in high power prominent
0: positions have said this week no i'm just so, a podcaster who cares what i uh, say
3: yeah really i mean we're just
0: idiots with microphones here is my suggestion you guys ready i think okay. this is genius i think this is genius okay
2: we all wear sombreros
0: yes
3: <laughs> but then the wall will keep us out of our homes
0: <laughs> if it's <was> true <laughs> But how's the progress um, on that? <laughs> not great. Exactly. Okay, so I don't think Uber sh- should ban these people, okay? Uh, unless like a white a, a Nazi goes and tries to punch a black driver, you know, then sure, give them a ride, take their money. That's fine. Uh Twitter shouldn't bl- block them. Facebook shouldn't block them. Apple shouldn't block them. Um Airbnb, well, that may be a little bit different, inviting them into your home or your property. I'll I'll leave that to them to, to decide. But instead, there should be a national registry that these companies put together. It isn't federally mandated. It's not the state that does it or the nation that does it. It's these companies that do it, that say, by the way... Twitter handle this person whose geo whose IP address has been geolocated right here and whose Google activity puts him right in here working for this company and connected to these social profiles has posted this racist crap. Kind of like the sex offender registry. Only this is a um, decency offender registry. See, Allow the public po- shaming to commence. I
3: got problems with that, though, because how many pissed off ex-girlfriends are going to go out there
0: and do that to somebody? Well, there has to be... Uh, if your ex girlfriend were to hack your Twitter account and post information like that, no. But how many of years?
3: What I'm saying is, how many of them are going to go and report you well, as being one of those people?
0: It couldn't be just simply based off of a hey, this guy said this one thing sometime. Put a pin in his address. It would have to be based upon, you know, tracked behavior. But guess what? Twitter, Facebook, Google, Apple. They've tracked our behavior.
3: <laughs> they have. And, you know, by putting it out there saying they're at this IP address and this address and stuff, that's kind of like doxing. We don't like doxing here. Even though they're I dickheads. Mean, that's really just setting people up to be murdered. It, it really is. You're set, if that I don't like oh. that, zoo
2: Hold I, on. Sorry. Are you telling
0: me you're worried that people may show up on their lawn in a mob form, say for instance, and, wanting and to drive them out of town across. or uh, and, <laughs> and burn some kind of like swastika on their front yard? Are, are you are you worried about this? Uh, see, they're dicks. I get that. They deserve. You know, if they're bad people, they deserve bad things
3: to happen to them. However, I don't think it's our position to go out and publicly dox them. And, you know, and what if, I mean, you heard about that guy who looked like one of the Nazis over the weekend. And, like, his his life has been ruined because he resembled somebody.
0: Uh, yes. However, I've also read the stories of the people who were right there, front and center, with tiki torches, of all things. Really, guys, you don't have, like, torches? Uh, whatever. Um, they did.
3: They were tiki form. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know because they help help nothing keep says away. Nothing says white gathering like a bunch of tiki torches.
3: <laughs> See, I got I got half fam- half my family is all Tongan. And so it's like, I mean,
0: that's like grandpa's birthday party there. Yeah. Um anyway, a lot of those people were recognized and their information passed on to employers saying, um, hey, isn't that Chris from Isle 7? Is this why he needed a week off?"
3: <laughs> and, and see I got no problem with that but throwing their crap out there on the internet for anybody to see you know if co- if if bill on in section 7 sector 7d goes and sees his co-worker on the news and says hey look at what this jackass is doing then you know whatever that's cool but I don't like the idea of throwing it out on the internet that can that could backfire badly. It only takes a couple people to say you're a white supremacist, Zouk, and then they're wondering why this brown dude is, like, saying everybody that's not white is awful.
0: There's a Chappelle joke there somewhere. <laughs> I, my brain is really Don't struggling promise. to find it. But. I mean, okay, but, but let me, and before we dwell too much on this and take up the other half of the show with this, too how late. is that different than the National Sex Offender Registry? You can look that up right now and find in your area every person and their picture and what they were convicted of and it's when they cr- were convicted.
3: It's a crime to have a sex with to have sex with an eight year old girl. A se- <laughs> <laughs> it's a crime to have sex with an eight year old girl. It's sure. not a crime to hate somebody because of what they look like. You're True, entitled to your opinion. As wrong as it may be, you're entitled to be an a hole. I mean, that's you're fine doing that. And it's an
0: American tradition.
3: And hopefully <laughs> bad stuff happens to you for it. But technically, they haven't committed a crime. Uh, loopholes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to hear our listeners' standpoint. I mean, and and unfortunately, Colin and Bruce, poor Bruce, this is his first episode with us, and is just sitting there going, oh, Lord, what on earth did I sign up for? <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 we, they couldn't be talking about BlackBerry right now? That was hilarious when they talk about that. <laughs>
3: Uh, I don't, this, And like I said, I'm going to probably, say, at the beginning of the show, I said I'll probably say stuff that people don't agree with. Just know I don't agree with these people, but they do have rights. As much as you wish they didn't, they do.
0: I want to hear our listeners' feedback. And I think this is a big enough issue. We should get feedback on this. I want everyone to let us know, one way or another, um, is doxing of white supremacists a viable idea is it morally just feedback at stolen com, or let us know on our facebook page or twitter just you know a quick yes no even we'll know what you're talking about
2: i'll add to that okay let us know if zook would look good in a sombrero
0: (laughs) (laughs) i live in a predominantly white republican christian town most of the people here aren't really sure why I'm not already wearing a sombrero. Yeah, they're pretty sure That's you're Mexican, insane. aren't they? I don't vote Republican, I don't drive a truck, and I don't own a gun. They're not sure why I'm here.
3: And and you <laughs> just go up to them and say, Estoy podcasting.
0: Listo <laughs> <Meista>, podcasting.
1: Oh... <sighs> I'm going to bring you a sombrero for Comic Con. <laughs> Get him a poncho and a sombrero. That would be Yeah,
0: insane. and <laughs> a bag of oranges.
1: <laughs> <No>. <laughs>
0: oh, wait, wait. Hold on. No, racism is oh, bad.
3: <laughs> oh. Oh, oh that, holy that, crap. That's good. <laughs> holy crap, Zook.
0: I oh know. My gosh.
3: That was awesome, though. I got to admit.
0: So I'm not sure if we should even report on this next headline, but let's go for it anyway. Supposedly, Android O, which is rumored to be named Oreo, is scheduled to drop with the solar eclipse, which means Monday, which means before any of you guys get to listen to this because you haven't subscribed to us on Patreon. But if you're
3: listening to us on Tuesday, then you'll know whether or not this headline is actually accurate and you can send your feedback and say they were wrong. But we're just going with what we got.
0: It's yeah, actually orangutans.
3: I, I thought it was interesting, though. They Yeah, Google uploaded a video, and the name of the file was Google Oreo underscore teaser underscore 0817 underscore no droids percent blah, 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 dot .mp4. Hmm. And so, yeah, the or, Google Oreo teaser. Um, they took it down, and they renamed the file. So it's looking like it's going to be Google Oreo, another uh, product placement ad there.
0: Can I just say, I've watched enough bad sci-fi or children's movies to um, distrust anything that becomes available only with the lining of the planets. <laughs> I, think, I, think, I, think
3: the, I think the planetary alignment isn't for a couple days.
0: Once every thousand years, a new Android version that will bring in the second coming is released.
3: Oh, I'll it's, like it's
2: September. Oh, oh, Rio. Oh, oh, oh Rio. What's in the middle? The white stuff.
0: And behold, the ROM was as black as yeah. sackcloth. <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, the the aligning of the planets is September twenty-third, Zook. So
1: Oh, I didn't uh, know that was happening that soon.
3: Yeah, yeah, Monday is just the end of the world as we know it. It's like, oh my goodness, two minutes, it's going to be dark outside. You're gonna have chickens like falling asleep in the yard and
1: not okay, all so of Missouri is that rule. Thank we've you. actually had a
0: solar eclipse before. Um, duh. Okay. Dumbest thing I've ever said on a podcast. I doubt that. Um, but recently, actually. Um, can, can I just tell everyone, you probably won't hear this before the, the eclipse, but if you do, or even just the guys here on the podcast, the trippiest thing about the entire time of the eclipse is not the eclipse itself. immediately afterwards when the moon is moving back out of the way, and for a short while, um, you can see the sun. The the sun's rays are coming at you from multiple angles. It's no longer just one light.
3: So you end up with all the shadow
0: effect weirdness. It's really, really bizarre. You wouldn't think it'd make that big a difference, but it does, and suddenly you have like two or three shadows. It's Trippy is all out
3: interesting yeah so, I, I'm looking I'm looking forward to that actually,
0: yeah uh, the last time there was one of these it was like four four or five years ago, oh. and uh yeah, I got some great pictures of that it was kind of funny
3: yeah so, i was I was reading something about that the other day they were saying that scientists still don't know why that happens, which I thought was I okay. just explained hey, it. it the sun, it's coming from one source dude, it's the sun it's there coming.
0: But if there's something blocking the sun in the middle, then it's suddenly coming from two angles. Aliens. Boom. Science.
3: <laughs> aliens. So, Bruce, yeah, your I, hair
0: isn't nearly tall enough uh, oh, to know, do the, know, the aliens <laughs> thing. <laughs> no, I, I'm just saying what I read. They
3: said that they, weren't, they couldn't really explain how it happens or why. So, And that they were saying science, so
0: science didn't know. I, I know it's, it's just though. don't
3: stare at the sun
1: without those glasses that are costing like five bucks a pop.
0: <laughs> and you can't order anywhere to get here yeah. in time. Yeah, I, I tried I tried oh, buying some on Amazon. I, I loved the good news with one day shipping. They should be here by August 22nd. Yeah, that's that's not helpful.
3: No, it's not. No, it's not. But hey, I got mine. And if you want to see the madhouse I fought through to get them, check us out on Instagram. Oh, Lord. Because I took a photo of it.
0: Um, I have this great thing called the Internet and NASA.gov or .org or whatever I'm, they are.
3: I'm going to Idaho, though. I can't just look at my phone on the Internet because, for one, there's no 80. Internet. Oh. <laughs> the apocalypse is going to happen, so there will be no Internet. Do you and want to be in Idaho when the apocalypse happens? I because, do. Honestly. People there have guns. They know how to hunt. They know how to survive. I'll be good. And there's eight. potatoes. <laughs> and sugar beets. I'm from Idaho, man. I know these
0: things. <laughs> See, I couldn't go to Idaho during the apocalypse. I'd be the first one shot.
3: <laughs> There's a lot of Mexicans up there. They, you'd fit right in. Oh, okay. <laughs>
0: oh. Hola, Josie. Mi nom, este yo Zook.
3: Story podcasting. <laughs>
0: <laughs> That's a show title. I feel title like, of- I feel like that ones.
1: needs to be on a t-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> it does, doesn't it?
0: There we go. I don't even know if I spelled that right. Um, so. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> Great, we gave Bruce emphysema. Uh. <laughs> we filled his ears with racist comments and uh. gave him emphysema, all within a half hour of recording. No,
1: I just have that laugh. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, so, um, a couple weeks ago, HBO got hacked, Right. Yep, and they said, "Pay us money, or we'll release it." HBO said, "Take a hike," um, and then proceeded to just air their things as normal. That would be the end of the story, except the people who did the hack then took over the Game of Thrones Twitter and Facebook accounts.
1: Or actually, I heard this was a. Di- I thought there was a different group. Or is it the same one again?
3: Um, I think this is a different group, actually, your, you oh. sure which tells me though. that HBO really needs to get their crap together.
1: Yeah, because I had seen an article or something from, or watched a video from one of the other news channels on YouTube that I watch for tech, and they said that this was them reaching out to be like, hey, let us talk to you about upgrading your systems, because we got in.
2: Let's be honest, they probably just use Excel spreadsheets to host all their passwords.
1: Oh, I'm sure.
3: (laughs) That would be awesome. That so awesome.
0: You're embarrassing us here.
3: I expect more. Right, I, I, I really do expect more from HBO. I mean, it's not like they don't have the money
0: to like put up a firewall or something, or you know, two stage authentication. I mean, it's not hard. No. It's it's really not.
3: But apparently, it is.
0: Uh, evidently, um, speaking of security botching, um, the dark side of the Internet of Things came to light this week when uh, a botched firmware update. Uh, managed to lock people out of their homes. The firmware in question went to those Wi-Fi-enabled smart locks, specifically uh, the ones built by LockState. Now, I'm not familiar with LockState. Have you guys heard of this brand?
3: I haven't heard of it. I have not, and I've looked into these quite a bit, but I think they're primarily used on, like, Airbnb um, things, going back to our previous conversation about Airbnb. I mean, this is good because you can, like, Lock the Nazis out from your phone. But, yeah, apparently even the non-Nazis got locked out.
1: Well, still, I mean, those things, you need to be careful with anything like that, because they don't have any security most of the time, it seems. Look,
0: this is true. You remember when we... Zahner, you and I were looking at getting different smart uh, smart home-enabled things. And uh, what was it, like six months ago when that report came out that found that most smart locks had Bluetooth vulnerabilities that allowed people to gain access? Yeah.
3: Yeah, I mean, there's there's a company called uh, Yale, I believe. Uh, my brother-in-law has one, and he really likes it, but it's basically NFC. It's not Wi-Fi.
0: The NFC, but, by the way, if people weren't aware of the uh, nuances there, NFC is Bluetooth.
3: Yeah, and, I mean, oh. that's still...
0: Yeah, we, NFC still is got. basically a Bluetooth in which it uses a physical tap to create a handshake to pass the passcode information, but it uses the same protocol and the same frequency.
3: Yeah. You, you would think, Oh, well I'm safe. Cause I've got, I've got to have the phone, but really any phone hmm. could do it. doesn't have to be that phone. Cue the more, you know, sound effect. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah, these things there, that's one of the reasons I haven't got one yet is there's, I, uh, I don't like feeling vulnerable.
0: Now I would be interested in something like MST. MST is the technology that Samsung uses in Samsung Pay. Um, it's the one that was uh, developed by what was that card company that Colin hated? Softcoin. No, not them. Who do you hate, Colin? They had that. They, That's we, a long list. We, they, we talked about it just recently, actually, where it was a it was a phone case.
1: Oh, I know which one you're talking about. God. Okay.
0: Yeah, it was a phone case, and it passed the MST information to card readers, and Colin hated them because they always fell out.
2: Yeah, I'm trying to... I don't know. Zion's Bank uses them. His hate is so (laughs) So strong that he's, like,
0: blocked
3: it from his mind.
0: In any case, MST would be great for near-field communication because it actually has to authenticate. It's a lot stronger in its encryption. It would be a great way to be able to get in and out of your home. And, hey, Samsung... Um, that's another cash cow for you since only your phones and watches would allow you people to get into the house. That would be awesome. And Hey, Samsung, you have the smart things hub, make a smart things deadbolt. That's MST enabled.
3: Oh, that would be brilliant. And uh, you've got people that are then going to be locked into Samsung products because they want to open their front door. Right? (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant.
0: This is not something you want to get locked out on. No. Um, oh, geez. We have we, we don't have a lot of time left. We talked a lot about racism here, and I guess we should we have did. expected that. Racism
3: uh, is bad. Remember that. Racism le- is
0: bad. Let's just blast through a couple of these here. Um, a leaked memo uh, from Microsoft may give a bit of credit to Consumer Reports. Um, turns out the Surface Book actually has a rather high amount of return rates. Now, so, I yeah, not- last
3: week we talked about Consumer Reports, and kind of questioned them. Maybe we were wrong to question them. I don't know.
0: Well, I remember when the surface book first came out, it had problems with its latch, um, which people, which Microsoft said they fixed in later revisions. Um, I don't know if that's, I don't know if that's why, um, there's, there's display issues with some of them. There were some blue screen and driver issues, I guess the real question is, is uh, and I don't have an answer to this. Are these legitimate returns because there's something seriously wrong or is there a return because your grant great aunt, uh, couldn't figure out why this blue screen happened once and returned it immediately.
1: I think yeah. it's probably more of the latter.
0: You may, you may be right, but we don't have those numbers. Yeah. You know, let's be honest. It's an expensive machine. And if you, get, if you get an expensive machine, you want it to work. And if it ever throws an error, you feel like you bought a lemon. Yeah, definitely. But the truth is, computers are computers. Yeah. And I just, I, I can almost hear the Apple fans typing away to me right now. <laughs> this doesn't happen to Max.
1: He's Actually, does. I can show you one. <laughs> and I did earlier.
0: Yeah. Um, Bruce's Mac blew up on him.
2: Guys, I found the case. Oh, it's it was been back on desperately podcast sent you. episode two hundred four. You'll love this title: Super Bad Pimpalicious.
0: I remember Pimpalicious. <laughs> oh, that one, we did that one in my basement, didn't we? Oh, I think we did. Yeah, we did. A super Bad uh, Pimpalicious <laughs> when the guy wanted to change his name on Facebook. Oh God! Yes.
2: <laughs> uh, loop pay. That's right. Oh, okay. It's loop
0: pay. Oh, super bad pimple pimpalicious. <laughs> Hold on, we'll Josie. put that in the show notes. Me nom Esteo Super Bad Pimpalicious.
1: Oh Lord!
0: Oh dear. Estoy podcasting Pimpalicious. I'm the map. 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 <laughs> okay. Um, oh, this then- is an
3: awful episode. I apologize to our <laughs> listeners.
0: <laughs> so. Where am I? Um, A technology firm has come up with a very interesting idea that I normally wouldn't report on because it's not news yet. It's just a theory. It's something they're going to try and do. But I I personally think it's cool enough that it's worth reporting on. They want to be able to call the moon. They're going to put an LTE cell phone tower on the moon. Why? (laughs) I don't know if this will work. LTE... Um, here's the thing and if people people may not understand this but it's important to know the higher the frequency, the more information you can send. However, the shorter the range. The lower the frequency, the less information you can send but the longer the range. There are frequencies used by the US government to communicate with submarines that have a wavelength so long that it's like a few city blocks long. Hmm. That's how long the wavelength is. But it can travel through water. It can travel halfway across the world. It only carries basic information, you know, time, you know, to keep their clock synchronized, um, uh, emergency status, things like that. LTE is a rather high frequency radio, fre- radio wave. So I, I don't know how plausible this is. But but if there are people working for this company smarter than me, and I have to assume there are, and maybe that's, a, that's dangerous, if they can do this, this will mean big stuff. The biggest problem with space travel is not us getting there. It's the amount of time it takes to transfer information back and forth. When Curiosity landed on Mars, it took a 14-minute travel time for signal to get from Mars back to earth. It only took seven minutes for curiosity between insertion into the atmosphere and touchdown, which means that by the time NASA started getting pictures back from curiosity, the Rover had either crashed or had landed safely seven minutes before that It had been sitting there on the ground for seven minutes. Hmm. It causes massive problems when we can't communicate quickly. Okay. So, Sending this kind of information, uh, sending this kind of technology up there to help information would be so much better. We could send up drones, rovers, with almost real time communication. It would be great.
2: I can hear it now. Would you like to accept this call from the Galactic Enterprise? I I'll be- wish I could get that call.
0: I'll bet Every you. Every
2: minute, it's going to be like.
0: I'll bet you Verizon's feeling really dumb now for letting the can-you-hear-me-now guy go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The commercial practically makes itself.
1: Mm -hmm. It it really does. But, I mean, couldn't you also bounce the signals off satellites that are in geosynchronous orbit closer to the moon?
0: There's not a lot of LTE or cell phone satellites that high up. Oh, okay. I don't know. I have to assume that there are people who know more about this than me. I just I'm not sure how viable this is.
1: I mean we don't even have anything on the moon, so why even
0: do it? That's my thought.
3: <laughs> well, you know, we have talked about colonies on the moon on other podcasts we've done, uh SD files, colonies on Mars. You know, there's there's people living there. That's but, why they're doing it. But That's if they don't have
0: internet, be- can you really call it living?
3: That is that is true. That is true. And if you're on the dark side, I don't know.
1: All I keep thinking of is just anime plot lines right now.
3: You got to accommodate the aliens there.
0: I, I, I'm i confused, Bruce. I always think in terms of anime plot lines.
3: Oh, I mean,
1: I, not only am I a tech person, I'm also a big Mobile Suit Gundam fan, so I'm just
0: like... Yeah. <laughs> the, only, the only problem is my entire life is just like the most boring uh, romance anime ever. <laughs> hey, people like slice of life. <laughs> um, in the last couple ones, uh, we have um an interesting study here from geek.com stating that um video games lead to brain damage. I have so many opinions on this and we have no time to cover them. Do we You know what?
2: I feel like we should just toss that over to NPX.
0: That's a good NPX idea. NPX should cover it. You know, I, I think that's a great idea. Where can people find NPX, Colin? Oh,
2: my. They might be able to go to com, or Stitcher or iTunes or uh, pretty much everything that they can find Stolen Droids on.
0: At your local podcast store or where other fine podcasts are sold. Indeed. Podcast um, Mart. Yes. No, Podcast Mart's going out of business with Sears. Oh, um, cool. And also, a, I love this, but there is an archive on the internet of 50,000 digitized pieces of vinyl. If you're not old enough to know what that means, it's a record.
3: Uh, no, vinyl's coming back, yeah. though, but you got to be a hipster to enjoy it.
0: Right, but, but that's as a medium. This is music that's specifically lost in any other form has been yes. digitally recorded and put up onto the internet archive and you can listen to it for free. And they've that done this for historical cool. reasons. And I think it is just so cool to be able to actually hear these things. I mean,
1: yeah. Cause I'm like, look- I happened to just pull it up and I'm looking through it. There's a lot of like classic jazz tunes on this being a jazz musician. That's actually kind of cool. Now it's also yeah. the same place that did like all the video game uploads too. Or is that a different one?
0: Uh, I think that's a different one. Okay. But, I mean, this is... When people think, what's the point? What's... Why? Just remember, there's, like, more than half of our presidents we've never heard from. We've never heard their voice. You know? It's funny to think that we will never know exactly how they sounded or what they said or or what they really said in a speech because it was never recorded. Because, obviously, there was no technology. But with things like this digitizing that information we can actually hear the music of that era or the speeches of that era it's, it's really cool it would be my favorite uh if i didn't have another favorite so yep.
3: yeah they've got awesome stuff here i mean louis armstrong and his orchestra collected works of al jolson I mean, mm-hmm. there's good stuff here
0: there's really I, i've been listening to it at work actually
3: peter and the wolf and Pro- prokofiev i mean he's there yeah, is- I bookmarked that for listening while bored working from home. <laughs> yeah, this is really cool stuff.
1: Because, like, some of those labels don't even exist anymore. That's yep. what I found yep. cool.
0: Uh, I love listening to Mambo number five, not the Lou Bega version. The good version. <laughs> yes, the original version. Exactly. Not by that uh, black half German guy.
3: Wow, it all comes down to race in this episode, doesn't
0: it? (laughs) Always. Um, Okay, into our favorites. Um, Mine, I love, and it would terrify me at the same time. There is a story over on Jalopnik this week um, about this horrible, horrible thing that happened. Oh, no. I heard about this. (laughs) A family was driving across a toll bridge in their Toyota RAV4 when the bridge operator didn't notice they were there, had to quickly lift the bridge so a fishing trawler could pass underneath. The dad, worried that his car was going to fly off the top of the bridge um, 65 feet into the water with his family inside, (laughs) just became a badass mofo and punched the gas and jumped his car over the gap. Blues Brothers style. <laughs> um, everyone, was, everyone was safe. No one was injured. Um, however, uh, they did tell uh, the local NBC affiliate that the landing did cause around $10,000 worth of damage to the car. Oh. It turns out the only safety mechanism that bridge has is someone sitting there double-checking to make sure there's no cars on it.
1: Wow.
2: Maybe we need to fix it. I guess that. they'll be looking at
0: that. Yeah, maybe we should work on our infrastructure, people. Just, just a thought. Just saying. So that's my favorite of the week. Know, I, I wish I, there was video. I wish there was video.
3: I'm surprised that didn't total the car because I was talking with John Schneider from Dukes of Hazard at Comic Con or Fan I don't remember which one, and he said that like they had to replace the cars every time they jumped them because it just it would do too much damage. So
0: well, it's a Rav Four. Ten thousand dollars is basically totaled. Yeah, that is true. That
3: is true. So, okay, uh, my favorite this week, I found a new show on on Netflix. Uh, it just premiered within the last week or two, I believe, called Atypical. Uh, my wife is a nurse at a facility for youth who have various issues, and she sees a lot of autistic kids, and so this, this got her attention as it is about an autistic teenager who wants to start dating and... And enjoying life like, like other people enjoy life, like he has never done to, up to this point. Uh, it's eight episodes long, and I binge the whole thing. It is freaking amazing. Uh, it's hilarious. It is, it is such a good show. So if if you're looking for something to watch on Netflix, you don't know what to watch. Give Atypical a go because it is freaking good.
2: I hate that it's only eight episodes long.
3: Oh, it, it, oh, yes. Yes, I won't say anything because I don't want any spoilers, but oh my gosh, I was not happy when it ended. Just the the fact that the series, I now have to wait for episode two or season two.
1: Brucey Bruce. alrighty. Mine actually is a little bit lighthearted. So if you guys remember to April Fool's earlier this year, um, raised a release video called Project Breadwinner, which was a brand-aid razor toaster that not only had USB ports, Synapse functionality, it also burned the Razer logo into that. Well, back in oh last week, late July, Linus Tech Tips hosted their first like, they called it a tech carnival, basically meetup slash con carnival thing. And they actually had a real-life working Razer Toaster. And you can watch it be unboxed and make Razer Toast. Mm, so that is my favorite. Toast. And rumors may have it that it w- from what it sounds like, this thing may actually go into production and you could actually buy one. That's cool. Uh,
2: My favorite is from the realm of that is Star Wars. Uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi is probably going to get its own uh, standalone film, uh, which is freaking sweet. Uh, There's no talk of whether or not uh, Ewan McGregor is going to be... Taking that role again, we can all hope he is. He said in the past that he would love to take up the role, so hopefully they gave it to him.
0: Is this a surprise to anyone? No, I'm no. sorry, not not to bash <laughs> on your favorite because I'll I'll watch it. But we all knew this was coming, right?
3: Oh, totally. It, it's yeah. been rumored for what, like a year now. Yeah, uh, they better. We'll get that one. We'll get a above bu- a Boba Fett one. Yeah, they're talking Yoda, they're talking. I even saw a word that there's uh, talk of a Jawa one, which could be interesting.
0: I want to see like a French noir style 15 minutes short of Gronk. You know, the Gronk, Gronk droid. Or gonk. The Gonk, sorry, yes, the the Gonk droid from the from the Jawa's uh-huh. land crawler, you know. <laughs> Where he came from, how did he end up there? The heartbreak and loss in his life.
3: I think there's I, 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 think there's a backstory on him in one of Kevin Anderson's
0: books. I, I want it to be just heartbreaking like a Pixar short, you know? Just, <laughs> oh that would be Last awesome. Last year at
2: Comic-Con, there was actually uh, a little kid that was dressed up as a gonk droid. Nice. It was awesome.
0: Nice. All right. Well, that is our episode this week. We are sorry. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I've already sent out the tweet apologizing in advance.
0: Uh, feedback at stolen we may have lost com. producer Give <laughs> us a call, 801 917 geek. Let us know what you're thinking on Twitter, on Facebook. We are eagerly waiting to hear it. Uh, and until next time, cheers.
2: Hasta luego. Good day. Stay classy.
3: This has been a Stolen Droids Media Production.